0: Hello and welcome to all those listening to this. My name is Shania Rodriguez and today things are going to be done a bit differently. So today my plan was to interpret one of Nisi Mezekiel's poems but this time I'm not going to be reading it because it is quite a long poem and trust me, you need to read it to understand it and then listen to this interpretation. So for this podcast I will just be interpreting this poem and this poem is background casually which is quite long just be prepared, not trying to scare anybody but just saying but an interesting fact is that it is personally related to the poet so without wasting any time let's begin this poem talks about the struggle of the poet that is Ezekiel for identity in a country where he and his community that is the community of jews is considered almost alien the poem has been divided into three parts the first part deals with the childhood then the second part throws light on his adult age and the third of old age in the beginning ezekiel uses third person for himself according to him he was born low being a member of the jews community he could neither eat or could sleep and thus became quite weak. Due to this feeling, he could not fly a kite. Even the top also failed to spin in his hands. In the next stanza, the poet describes his childhood by using the first person. He went to a Roman Catholic school where he, according to him, was, pray before, was like pray before wolves, referring to the Hindu boys and the Muslim sportsmen. He was often taunted by the Hindus and Muslims who accused him of the murder of Christ. They compared him to Judas who betrayed Christ. The same year he won a sculpture christ depicting that he was quite good in his schooling. He was often beaten by a Muslim boy and hence terror was always in his mind during that stage of his life. Not only Muslims but once again, also the Hindu boys, always repelled him away with their wrong accent and the use of language. Being enraged, he even thought of becoming violent and using his knife, though he did not mention where, how and why he used the knife. One day, he heard prayers that made him believe that he is not morally so good as he heard of yoga and Zen. He thought that he could still become a saint being curious he tried to find the answer but the deeper he went the more confused he was because obviously understanding religion is it's quite complex at such a young age i don't think any one of us could understand religion now in the second part of the poem he talks about his adult experiences where his family desired to send him to england for higher studies but being financially poor they could not afford to do so but one of his friends paid for him and he was able to go to england there he was alone and considered poverty poetry and philosophy of his friends time passed and even after 2 years he was alone a woman came by and tried to motivate him and henceforth he tried to make his life a bit better no one really knows who this woman is or who she who he is referring to but that's that. Later he recognized his failure which became an unbearable thought after spending some years he desired to go back to India. However he was too poor to do so. So he started working on a cargo ship that took French guns and mortar shells to India and Indochina. He was finally able to go back to India on that same ship. After coming to India Ezekiel tried to be happy And feel at home again but he was still feeling like he didn't belong he still felt alien he still felt how he felt when he was younger his father often told him that all hindus are violent he and his family often were humiliated by their neighbors and so he was prepared to endure the worst he married and even changed his job Doing such things, he acknowledged that he was a fool, he started writing poetry, and knew well that he has ample to write. He explains how low their community was, and that his ancestors did the job of crushing seeds, which were not a good job. In the third and last part of this poem, yes, you heard me right, I said last part, he talks about his experience as an old person, and basically says that one of his friends told him how he fought in a war. And then he even recognizes that writing poetry is not safe. And even that words can harm a person, that they can be as harmful as guns. He wrote poems and gave up his sufferings. And he tried to write wisely without giving free play to his thoughts. He also expressed his inner and outer suffering that he ultimately failed to defeat. He says that he has become... An integrated part of india after he started writing poetry the foreigners considered him to be an alien on that land which is our india but he decided that he will consider himself as an indian and so he decided to stay there though it was a backward place for other jews living outside of india so basically in the end of the day poetry made him feel better almost like how most of us Write poetry to feel better. We can't really talk about it. We can't talk to someone. So we write poetry. And you could assume that he even did the same thing. That writing poems, he understood that poetry had power, poetry had an effect. You know, so he wrote poetry. He made sure that everyone heard his story and knew what all he went through from childhood to old age. And these words will always remain with us. We will always know his life story in just a poem. Although it's very long, but still in a poem. Which is actually a very great idea and I think I might just do it. And so yeah, with that, it's all done. This is the last episode to my podcast and I'll see you later when I decide to make another one. See you then.